0: Welcome to the very first episode ever of the Progress Podcast, where self-improvement is always the goal. I'm John Zamora, and for this first, this inaugural episode, I would like to just kind of outline what I want to do with this podcast. Um, I am juggling a few different things. I shoot photos, I shoot videos, I do a little bit of Photoshop, animation, that, that kind of stuff. So... I don't currently see this podcast as my main means of distributing content. I don't see it as any kind of like long-form podcast as of right now, Um, but I do see a unique opportunity for me to be able to use this platform to distribute information that I feel would be useful for self-improvement. I'm a huge psychology nerd. I don't currently have a platform where I can just geek out about psychology and self-improvement. I I, I really just felt like I needed a way to, to get this information out there. So this podcast is hopefully what I'm looking for. That being said, for this first episode, I'd like to talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect, one of the most interesting cognitive biases that I've ever heard of um so what is a cognitive bias first off and the best way i could describe a cognitive bias is that it's the equivalent of an optical illusion but for the mind so the same way that your eyes can be tricked to see something that is not there that's incorrect your mind can also have these blind spots that can cause your thinking that can cause your logic to be distorted second thing about cognitive biases is that they are subconscious that's the hard part about them is that unless we are aware of these biases and unless we explicitly work to overcome these biases they will influence our thinking without us even knowing so the dunning-kruger effect if i could describe it in one sentence it's that you don't know what you don't know So there's not knowing something, and obviously that hurts you. The lack of knowledge hurts you there, but it also hurts you on a second and more deeper level in that you don't even know that you don't know. For example, if you have never studied or performed surgery, how can you possibly know all of the information that's out there that you don't know about surgery? So the fact that you don't know what you don't know, it gives you false confidence. Um, There's a great quote by Charles Darwin that ignorance more frequently begets confidence than does knowledge. So rather than seeking to find what you don't know, the mind naturally opts to focus on what you do know, and this accounts for the overconfidence. So the original study by Dunning and Kruger, they tested 84 Cornell undergraduates, and these undergraduates were first asked to estimate their grammar ability and test score Secondly, they're asked to take that test. So the lowest score is the 10th percentile. The bottom 10 percent they were the ones who overestimated their abilities the most. They predicted themselves to be usually around the 61st to 67th percentile. So meaning the top third of performers um, when in reality, they're the bottom 10 percent. Conversely, the highest scorers were the ones who most often underestimated their test scores And you might think, well, yeah, it's easy to underestimate your test score when you're at the hundredth percentile. There's no other option. But um, these higher scores, a lot of them were actually estimating their ability to be lower than those who were at the bottom 10%. So a lot of the bottom 10% were estimating themselves in the 60th percentile. The top performers estimated themselves to be even lower than that so that that's the original study that's where this idea comes from and then you can kind of generalize these results into things that you see in everyday life such as the uh for example resistance to constructive criticism so having such severe overconfidence in yourself can make it very jarring to see such a harsh contrast upon, say, you're receiving a poor test result in your class or a bad job performance review and, and so forth. It's, it's a lot easier to preserve your self-confidence, to preserve your ego by blaming an external source like, my boss doesn't like me or the test didn't reflect anything that happened in class. And it's easier to say those things than it is to look inward and reassess your own skill level. So, like I said, this preserves our ego, but it also allows the Dunning-Kruger effect to continue. It dooms us to continually make the same mistakes over and over because we are blaming others instead of addressing the root issue. And all of this because oftentimes we're not even aware that there is a root issue. Without expertise, it's hard to perform well. Um, The bigger problem, though, is that without expertise, it's hard to know that you're not performing well. You don't have the ability to evaluate your own performance. Um, As you gain knowledge, you do gain more of an ability to evaluate your own performance. And this is called metacognition. So an increase in knowledge actually results in a decrease in confidence, which is kind of counterintuitive. Um, But this is because the more that you learn, the more that you learn what you don't know. And that drop of confidence that's associated with this is, is uh, it's called the imposter syndrome. And that even though you do know more that your performance is better, you have less confidence than you did um, basically when you sucked. This is the reason why most true experts, when you think of the true experts out there, Albert Einstein, those, those level of experts, this is why most of those people are usually pretty humble people because they do know a lot, but even more importantly, they know what they don't know. So how do we combat this overconfidence if it seems to be so hard to, first off, to even know that it exists, and second off, to be able to address? Um, As with any cognitive biases, it takes concentrated and sustained effort to be able to challenge this effect. Dunning and Kruger actually trained participants to Properly assess their own skill level, um, and one of the uh, the factors that they found to be successful is the amount of time that it took for a participant to make their decision. So taking your time is a great way to combat this uh, this bias. Secondly, don't take it personal. Framing criticism in a more logical and less emotionally charged way can help you to address the actual criticism rather than feeling the need to defend yourself against the person who's giving you the criticism. We can often see overconfidence in others, but it's very hard to see it in ourselves. But if we can acknowledge criticism, not take this criticism personally, it can help us see ourselves through the lens of somebody else. And in that way, we, we are more likely to be able to address our our overconfidence third uh, challenge yourself most of us have the tendency to seek out information that proves us right Um, but the scientific process is progressed not by seeking evidence that supports a theory it's progressed by seeking evidence that would disprove a theory so for example the theory that black swans don't exist if your claim is black swans don't exist because all the swans at my lake are white That's not as strong as saying black swans don't exist because I've searched all seven continents for a black swan and I still have not found a single black swan. That second claim is much stronger than the first. You strengthen a theory through making legitimate attempts to disprove it. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that the goal is not to strengthen your pre-existing beliefs. The goal is to find the truth and if you keep that in mind you are uh, you're more likely to challenge yourself you're more likely to actually think critically about your abilities and you're more likely to resist the dunning-kruger effect so that is all for my very first episode um i i would love to just keep these episodes to little short blurbs little quick menu items that you're able to pick and choose what you think is interesting and listen to them in quick spurts. If this was useful for you, please rate, review, subscribe. Listening is optional. If you don't like this podcast, just turn it on while you sleep. I don't care. Thank you for listening to this podcast though, and I hope to see you on the next one. We'll be right back. back.